0: Welcome to Golden Topics, which are personal discussions with a variety of professionals on critically important elder issues. Hi, my name is Miri Toffman. I'm a mother of three, a gerontologist, and an attorney specializing in elder law. My focus is helping senior citizens to stay in control when they reach significant junctions in their lives. I am a member of STEP, which is a global society of trust and estate practitioners, I lecture on estate planning, and I write on various sites about the relationship between children and their elderly parents and the daily needs of the intergenerational family. These podcasts are personal discussions with a variety of professionals and are intended for anyone who is interested in being enriched with knowledgeable information regarding significant crossroads for seniors. Let's get started. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, today, we're talking with Rachel
1: Whiteside, my favorite social worker. Thank you. You're my favorite lawyer. Who I just... <laughs> One of my favorite ones, Hi. Yes. And we're going to talk about Khmegeem uh-huh. and elderly parents. Correct. So for the sake of people who do not know Rachel yet, which I don't understand personally how that's possible, but for <laughs> the sake,
2: why don't you first introduce yourself before we okay. So, um, my name is Rachel Weinstein. I am a social worker in private practice. Um, I'm in Beit Shemesh, but I see lots of people all over the country. Zoom is a beautiful thing. Um, And um, I'm licensed in Israel and the state of Illinois, which is where I'm from. And I work with really a variety of populations. I work with um, elderly clients. I work with children of elderly clients. Um, I also work with the LGBTQ community, particularly within the Jewish and Orthodox realm. Um, And a lot of my experience is both hard-earned and also I was a hospice social worker for about 15 years in the States. And um, when you work for hospice, I know a lot of people get, you know, I've been told, oh, that's very sad, that's very depressing. Um, It was actually really beautiful work. And one of the things I loved the most is that I met lots of people, all ages, all shades, colors, religions, races, whatever there is, whatever variety is available, I met them. And that was, that was a real gift. So.
1: That's
2: amazing. I'd like to start with a story.
1: So a person who will be not name a friend. Um, I met her at the supermarket and she was saying to me, we were talking about Hagim because that's going to be the main topic in the next couple of weeks for everybody. I gather. um And I was asking her who's coming, what's she doing? And she said to me, um, her parents are coming over. They're 85 plus. And I was like, no, that's wonderful. And she said something like, yes, it's wonderful, but her eyes were not really happy. And I said to her, okay, talk to me. What's going on? She goes, yes, it's wonderful. I love them. I love having them. But it means that my kadim are going to be slightly different. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, you know, I hate fetching. I don't like fetching about it. But, but uh, my mother is, you know, finding it difficult to walk too far. She's actually thinking maybe she'll stay at home. She won't go to shul. And i bought all these seats and i'm not sure what i should be doing and also i'd like to go to shul for me it's more spiritual to daven and shul but then i feel bad about leaving my mother home so maybe i should shouldn't like all these dilemmas that are going in her head and that she's and also inviting people over should i shouldn't i i'm not sure what to do sometimes my parents fall asleep at the table because they're getting old and it's fine and if it's just us it's fine it's totally fine but what happens if I like love them maybe they'll be embarrassed I don't want to embarrass them but it would be nice to have other people as well there's like four meals four meals yeah. yes you're doing the mental calculation I already calculated it four meals um so she she wants to have people over so so she was like talking about all these things and I was just nodding my head thinking like, it's a challenge. It's it is a thing. Right. So why did you talk to us a little bit about this? What is your input about it? So it's
2: it's funny. One of the the first things I can hear someone. I'm so sorry. My tough head is uh, moving a little bit. I can hear some people, whoever those people are, saying, "Don't complain. You should be glad you have your parents." Right. I've I've heard that. I've heard people say that, and look i'll I'll say it as someone who whose parents have, have passed away um there is there is a ring to that however please don't say that to people because people are allowed to be grateful or ungrateful it's really it's really okay if they're ungrateful nobody knows what anybody else's relationships are with their parents it's also okay to be grateful and to say what am I gonna do it's really okay one does not negate the other um. You know, and and again, I, I, you know, some people I know have said, you know, not necessarily to me, but the things that I've heard in general, like just be grateful. So many people don't have their parrot. It's okay. So first things first, it is okay to catch or to be upset or to just say it like you're feeling it. First of all, a Chagim for everybody, even from the people who never like holidays to the people who cannot wait to step into shoal. They're hard. It's a lot of labor. It's a lot of hard work. Um, whoever is cooking, you're gonna be on your feet a lot. Let's just say it like it is. There's a lot of praying, and that takes energy. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that any of that is God forbid bad, but it's a lot. It's intense. And this month, this is whoa, this is a whopper of a month. So everyone, I think, deserves a little bit of slack and to cut ourselves some credit. That's number. Whether you have elderly parents, you are an elderly parent, whatever. Second thing is, if you're, if you have parents, let's say in this particular situation, you know, mom and dad may fall asleep at the table, I don't know who's going to come, and I don't know if they're going to like it, and the tickets, take one issue at a time, take one issue at a time, let's just talk in terms of, let's say guests, I don't know if my parents are going to fall asleep at the table, we're okay with it, I don't know if other people are going to be okay with it, my guess is that someone who says something like that may also be struggling, you know, I'm okay with it, but what about the other guy? It, again, it's also okay to struggle. So if you're feeling like, you know, this is not gonna be the, the meals, the, the kind of meal that I used to have with my family. You know, mom used to be really vibrant and dad would sing and now they're sloughing at you know, the end of the table. Um, it It's okay to, to to mourn that. It doesn't mean you're mourning them, but it's okay to say, you know to, to be honest with yourself realistic i i remember when they were there was so much more life in them and i'm and and it's hard to say well now i just have to respect that this is what they are i wish i could say no you don't have to respect it you can demand that they do what they did but they can so i think being excuse me being being honest with yourself that yeah that is a hard struggle for you i think that's okay too if you're going to invite people over or you're not sure i think it's very appropriate a, to speak to your parents or parents or, you know, and again, depending on what their cognitive abilities are, you know, old and ill does not mean they can't have an opinion. You know, people have an opinion until they can. Um, to speak to them or to speak to your guests. What are you guys comfortable with? If mom says, if I fall asleep, who cares? Then that's your answer. And if dad says, I really, I don't feel comfortable. You get to decide, okay, so am I having them? Is a sibling having them? You, you get to decide what's comfortable. Now, is everything going to be so like, okay, I've decided you can't come because you'll fall asleep at the table. No, life doesn't always work out. So neat and fair and all of that. Um. So then you have you may have to make alternate plans. My friend, you know, sorry, Hani, whoever, just made up a person. You know, I would love to have you for lunch. It's a little hard with mom and dad. Can we like take a walk or a show? You know, all that, all that food. Can we like walk it off or something? Um. Hopefully if they are a friend, they'll respect it they may not love it but that's okay but they'll respect you and what you need um if mom and dad say yeah sure invite the whole world who cares and your friend khani says you know and you tell your friend look i want to let you know um sometimes mom drools parkinson's let's say right I'm, I'm making this up as i go um i just want you to know is that going to be is that okay when you i've said this a few times this week when you ask a question you are putting yourself in a position to get the answer. Not necessarily the answer you want, or I shouldn't say the answer, an answer. So if you ask that, your friend Hani or whoever may say, that's really hard for me. It's a, a visual I'm not really ready to handle. And again, then let's go take a walk. If things are done respectfully and upfront, like, look, I need to know that all the players here, including myself, we can all handle this. If that's if ev- if everything checks out, then bring on the guests. And if it doesn't, we'll take that walk or we'll have Shabbos next week, whatever it is. Um the holidays are hard. We do not I I, I don't think it's our religion that says and now you have to torture yourself. I feel like that's not Judaism. We don't have to torture ourselves. Um it it it's okay to set boundaries and, and please get, get input from other people so it's not all on you. Or at least you can delegate a little if that makes smart
1: smart it was it's funny because because i'm not a social worker but when i told her about the the shul thing i said to her, why don't you just talk to your mom and explain say you know sometimes i like to go to shul rosh hashanah i don't often go to shul this is important to me and hear what she has to say she is your mom so she'll either say hopefully she'll either say fine go have no problem staying at home Dad. but i know she wants to say you know i will be nice. It'll be nice if you stay with me a little bit, or whatever it is, whatever it is. But at least out in the open, have it out in the open. Don't have an inner kvetch with yourself, talking to yourself and not knowing
2: what to do, and then right. ending up having them for chag and being resentful a little bit. Right. Right. That opens. That opens up. This. This. You know. Th- this potential war. You know, if you've ever had a fight with someone in your head, they don't know that you're angry and you and you know and they say you know good morning and you're at ah, and you're like oh right i had that in i had that fight in my head so if if you know your friend is saying oh, i don't know what to do with the tickets my mother's gonna do this and that and the other thing you know she's already angry to her mom her poor mom doesn't even know what the question is <laughs> right you know like just i know it, it seems simple and i also know that it's really hard to say just talk to each other i'm everywhere that just talk is not so just it's hard um but we all have a choice. We, sh- you know, your friend can absolutely go into hog saying, fine, I'll do whatever I think they need me to do. Or she can, can, you know, I don't want to say enjoy a little bit of difficulty. Cause that's uh, not the right phrasing. And I apologize. My dog uh, joined that. <laughs> Sorry. She make noise all week. <laughs> and not, well, she, knows a- <laughs> she knows there's this, she knows. Yeah. She's, she wants to be, she wants to be heard. Um, but anyway, she she can either decide, I'm going to take it all on myself, or she can say, okay, it's going to be a little uncomfortable, but wow, it'll be nice to clear the air.
1: Yeah, sometimes these difficult... Usually, these difficult conversations end up talking about something completely different, but as you say, the air is cleared. And isn't it much easier to go through Chag where everything's been said, sort of, and
2: everybody knows where they're at? So much right better guessing. Right. right, and even if... Someone is upset. No, I really want you. I I want you to stay home with me. If if, look, if your friend says, "I," it's really important for me to hear this tefillah, this this prayer, this whatever. Mom, I'm gonna I'm gonna do every I'm gonna do as much as I can for you. This is really important to me, so I'm gonna step out for that. It's important to also take care of your yourself and your own your own neshama and your own kishkis too, so that you're not harumphing like this when you know. And you become like 16 my mom will let me go to the my mom will let me go to show like that you know you don't have to be an adult and say that that it's okay um I'll just add that if you um share a relationship with your parents that is less than pleasant my guess is that all of these issues are going to be amplified for all parties and then I think that's definitely we talked about that once before that's a separate issue um several separate issues but but know that whatever your relationship is with your parents, it's going to go through, it, it's it, it's going to be very similar throughout. So it's not like, wow, my parents have, it's always been really difficult, but Roshan is going to come and everyone is going to be nice. People don't work that way. So it's know good. what you're getting into to the best of your ability.
1: It's actually true. You remind me of something. Um, some people don't actually want to invite their parents because they're so worried they're going to be judgmental. Because they don't do the same mean hagim or they do different mean hagim or they don't, they're not as firm as their parents or maybe they're more firm than their parents, you know, they're Pray. different than their parents. And they say, Pray. I don't want to have to deal with the judgmental of the whole thing as is Rosh Hashanah is a challenge for me. I work full time. I'm going to be st- you know, staying up like nights to cook and-, and that's fine. I take that on, but I don't want my parents to come in and judge me. Right. And then, you know, if you take the flip side, we talk about the parent themselves. Then the parents either needs to learn to chill out and say, "Okay, you know, that's fine, but this is her house or his house, whoever's housing it." Um, and I decided to come and spend hug with them. So I'm spending hug with them the way that they spend the hug, and that's just how it's going to be. And and if they can get to that point, the parents themselves. Um, it would be nicer for everybody, right?
2: Again, you know, anyone who's judgmental, you know, even though, you know, this time of year, Roshanaz, you know, times take stop and look in, you know, within and, and change the good stuff. It's not a magic trick, you know? So like people, if, if you don't know you're not nice, you're probably not going to work real hard at changing that. You know, people are who, who they are. And just because I see fault in someone right or wrong, doesn't mean they see the same fault. And vice versa, it goes both ways. Sure. So uh, I do think, I'm going to cut myself off, I do think, though, that when it comes to, you know, respecting um, and, and assuming in this particular situation that we're, we're talking about fully, you know, capable, cognitively, physically capable people, yeah. I, I think it's a good rule of thumb that when in someone's house, do as that one, generally speaking. You know, if, if um, you know, if, you know, if you if your minhag if your custom is to have fish heads, um, and the house you're going to only does a sheep head or sheep's head, um, it may be unappealing. I mean, God bless whoever can do it. It's a little visually uncomfortable for me. But look, if I was in someone's house and they said we're you know sheep's on the table, um, I'm going to have to deal with that. And and it is not my place to be a five year old and make you know noises. It's also not my place to scrunch up my face and make faces. It's my place to go, okay, if it's really that hard, I shouldn't be there. Or I'm going to excuse that's when I'm going to the bathroom. You know, if I'm in someone else's house, I got to play by their rules. Um, We're not talking about in this house, we don't even keep Rosh Hashanah. So I don't want your, you know, your ritual stuff. Again, I I would highly discourage, you know, as someone who did not. You know, I, I wouldn't have, even when my parents were around, I wouldn't have gone to their house because it wasn't, it wasn't the restaurant that I keep now. Um, but again, that's that's just knowing knowing your place, knowing your boundaries. Stay in your lane. It's not the time to like, no, you should do this. Try to make it as enjoyable as possible without lecturing or being disrespectful. It's really being about being respectful. That's
1: true, and if you think about it, it's really not about the fish head or the sheep's head. It's really not about the honey and the challah. It's that's great about family and patience, lots of that and acceptance. Right. So That's really what we're what we're aimed for during the right. during the whole year, but especially during Rosh Hashanah. So, right.
2: That's right. what we really need to aim for. Right. Holidays, also, I mean, some holidays have sort of more emotion connected to them. And you know, for someone, Hanukkah may be like, whoa, that's that's their time. In general, I feel like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and maybe Sukkot and Pesach, are like the holidays, the ones where like the customs come, you know, come out, and the you know, this is how we do it, and this is how we don't do it, and all of that. Again, it's knowing that this is for some an emotional time. Um, again, we are talking about taking stock of what we do and how we act and all that. Um, the the davening, the prayers themselves are they're pretty intense. I mean, we're we're reading about sacrifices and about people who have died tragically in the name of Judaism. Like we're talking about heavy stuff, like the shofar blowing. That's Woo, There's it's a lot, you know. back um, emotions. I don't want to say that they're necessarily running high. Because it doesn't always have to be bad, but emotions are going to be there. You know, they're, they're going to, they're going to be at the surface. So be mindful of that. You know, it's also, it's also okay to say, listen, and
1: having family over for two and a half days, I hope that I get out of there without anybody killing each other, which is totally fine. You're not on your own. A lot of us think it, we all love our parents and our siblings, we all love them, but sometimes we love them less after 20, after 72 hours. It's totally normal.
2: Um, I'll I'll just say on that note, my, um, uh, during one of the heights of COVID, there were so many, it was this time of year, so it's 2020 now, right, this time of year. And we were going into another, you know, months long lockdown. And I really wanted my daughter to come because when am I going to see you, right? It's, it's all the Chagim, I'm going to miss all of them. And she's a very wise woman. And she said, Mommy, I love you and I love Abba. I want to still love you and Abba after the Chagim. We're going to go to a friend's house who has a much bigger house. They have kids our kid's age. It's just more space. I want to still love you afterwards. It was really hard to argue. It was hard to, like fine i want to love you too you know yeah i was a little bummed but it was really a smart decision it was smart so yeah sometimes it's it's, it's better to be smart than to be right in this case she happened to be both but don't tell
1: <laughs> what about dealing with loss during
2: fog that that's a big one too it's a big it's a biggie um Again, different times of year. It doesn't always have to be a holiday, but holidays are really like you know, like landmines for you know, especially when there's loss. Um, and loss is very, very unique. Even though you know, if you if you say Yisker, look, there are some Yiskers I've seen that you know, as someone who gets to stand there with other people, you know, some some years I watch people zip through. I'm not watching them, I'm doing my thing, but you know, I'll notice a head goes up a little quicker than maybe I did or somebody else did. Um, that's okay. Um some people weep. I've had that experience. Some yisk I don't know why. It's the same words. Some yiskers get me and some yiskers don't. Um, I think again, it's about if the feeling comes up, I'm big on all feelings are okay. What you do with them, that's where the shades of gray come in. That's where you have to think before you, before you do. But all the feelings are okay. So if you're sitting at a table and you know, you're for whatever reason,, you're using Grandma's honey dish, you know? Um I know that's a little cliche, but that's what came to mind. And you're thinking, man, I wish granny were, you know, Safta were here. i I remember when she, whatever. Um, it doesn't always have to be that you know Sasta made the best bracha. It could be remember when the honey fell in her lap. It can be any memory. It can be any memory. But whatever it is, be be cognizant cognizant of it. Um, if you want to share that with the people at the table, that's okay. If you need time to like move away and cry, that's okay. Um, if you need to sit and stifle it, if that's what you need to do in that moment, um, but it's. You know, it it is hard. Some people I know I, I've known some people to like put a plate at the table, like that's where soft would be. That may work for some people, that may not work for others. It it's it's gotta, you know, work for for certainly the person who is the mourner. I mean, whether they it's a, a recent loss or not. Um also, you know, for people who have had a recent loss and unfortunately I think there's always too many losses, but I know in our community, there's, there's been some recent ones that have been very, they're all pencil. I don't want to make one better or worse than the other. Um, even though this is supposed to be, you know, say hug some mayor and be happy, be, be mindful of the other people that you share your shul with your, your space with. Um, so it's not say, I'm not saying restrict your happiness, but you know, I, I wouldn't, you know, if somebody's crying, I wouldn't go, Oh, it's a great date. In their face like be 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 a mensch be, be respectful on the other hand if you are god forbid the mourner or there is a mourner at the table and somebody laughs it doesn't mean we all have to sit you know we're not at the funeral it's it's okay take take cues from each other kind of read the room um and if you're the the mourner or the newer mourner and you laugh or you really enjoy that sheep's head fish head whatever is on your table Gummy fish, as will also be on my table, um, and you and you really enjoy it, and you get like mm, this is good. It's okay, even if you're, God forbid, like fresh out of shiva. It's okay. It's okay to enjoy it. It's not. It's not a disrespect to the person you lost. Um, it's it's okay. It doesn't mean like you forgot. I promise you didn't forget. I promise. Interesting, because some people,
1: you know, some people after morning and they're sitting down. For, for a Rosh Hashanah table because they're not going to sit by themselves, obviously. Some people say, all I need is just for that hand on my hand just saying, I'm here for you, whatever. And that's it. I don't want the discussion around the table to revolve around it. I want to actually feel normal for the couple of hours that I'm sitting around the table with other people. doesn't mean I, I don't miss the person that I just lost. It just means that I need be normal just for a little bit and and it's funny because from the other point of view as you said some people might think say oh that's weird she's actually laughing or he's actually having a good time how is that possible it's okay it doesn't mean that she's had she's forgotten or he's forgotten the person that just passed away it just means that he needs
2: right. that normal and just right yeah. be there for that person need the nor or something struck them funny and by the way they're also really sad you know i i you know if, if you've ever you've ever been sad about something and someone will you know okay i've had this happen you know someone looks at you and goes by the way you're you know your head thing is falling off <laughs> it's like are you kidding it has to be the right person to be very clear but it's like are you kidding? you know I, I find you know you start to laugh and you're like okay i'm sad and laughing don't you, you know it's funny it is funny because it's ridiculous like what I'm, I'm feeling two emotions at the same time people can feel more than one emotion um also, I want to say, you know, if there's more than one mourner at the table, if there's, you know, someone who just lost a mom and all of the siblings are there and, you know, and they're all dealing with their, you know, one is like, wow, this, this is amazing, you know, shoot. And the other is, oh, well, it's to make that. Tip. Again, it's about respecting each other. I wish I could say this is the rule book. Do this. There is no rule book. Every wasp means something different. Um, Every, you know, what's, what's memorable to one may not be memorable to someone else or not as much. Respect each other, check in with each other. Ooh, I laughed real loud loud. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm in my head. You be North. It's all good. It's all good. Um again, that will flow a lot easier if you're talking about a family that in general respects each other. Again, very nice, loving families don't become, you know, like this because of a death, or because there's a cognitive loss, or because dad needed to go to bed after kiddish, or because mom ate Roshana dinner before you lit candles. Wh- whatever it is, just check in with each other. It's very much about communication. It's very much about being honest with each other. Uh, it's very much about, a, you know, if your parents or their parent parents, whoever, uh, whatever elderly relative might be there, check in with them. You know, they, they have opinions. They're, they're still alive. You know, talk to them. It, it It's really, a you, you don't have to run the entire show by yourself. Even if you're in the kitchen making you know, the 19th loaf of challah by yourself, you know, and everyone else is asleep and you're a little grumbly. You don't have to do all of it, right? You don't have to dive in for everybody. I mean, like, literally, like, I'm now going to say Shafir is for yeah, every single person here. Like, that's a lot. You, you you, can delegate or you can just let people be people. It's, a, it, it, you know. Look, I had... um.
1: I can't remember when it was. It was a, quite a while ago. I was sitting at a table with uh, not for Rosh Hashanah, but it doesn't matter. Um, with the with a relative who had dementia, but she had dementia to a point where she still knew that she's getting forgetful, and sometimes she would slip a little bit more, and sometimes a little bit less. But she was sort of there, and um, the person who was, I think it was her mom. The person who was having us over was actually. Very, it was very admirable because she just let it go. So the mother used to talk about something, and then used to forget what she was talking about, move to a different subject entirely, and then forget about that, with back to the first topic. She was just, but she was having such a good time. She was so animated, and she was talking and smiley and
2: happy. And and the daughter just said, but whatever, just let her. It's fine, right? It's fine, right? You know, if mom is telling the same story about the time you made an apple and honey in kindergarten and oh, I told all the, you know, all the family, whatever. If you've heard that story a thousand times, I think a lot of us have heard the stories about something we did that was cute a thousand times, Um, probably told that about our own kids a thousand times. Um, So long as, you know, it's still funny and you're, you know, you're, you can handle it. You may not really want to hear about, and then you took the red crayon or whatever. But again, you know, pick and choose your battles as with lots of things. Um and again if mom is happy and it's silly you can say yeah you can you can tell it mom remember the chicken i made that year whatever year you know you can bring in if she's you you can guide i'm not saying force you can guide um but but you can also roll with it i think sometimes you know when it's like shabbat or it's yonto like okay things will be different you know the house looks amazing the table for most people, I think, you know, all of a sudden Facebook will pop up with, this is my table. This is my table. I know. And then there are, you know, and then there are people like, oh, I'm still washing my dishes. I-, I don't have a table yet. You know, I can't see my table. Whatever it is. Um... Oh, I just lost my train of thought. I do not like when that happened. Um... Oh, I'm so sorry. You were saying, <laughs> go with the flow. We were talking about going with, right. Uh, look at that. Going with the flow. Right. If, you know. The, right so there's sorry about that there's you know i think again this this point where like okay Chav comes everything stops and to an extent that is true you know there's something magical about you like candles on Shabbos and you sit down on your couch and you can't get back up like there's something to that that moment but but real life doesn't end it doesn't it doesn't stop so you know mom you may want her to remember more but if if her memory is really failing or fading um it's not going to probably not gonna like bounce up you may be surprised certain memories will will kick things up certain smells smell so powerful a song may come out that you haven't heard since forever um you know and that's also about going with the flow and that may bring up feelings and emotions that like i haven't felt that i haven't thought that in so many years you know and and if you can enjoy that that's a really sacred moment that's a that's a special moment you know if you can bottle that for a little bit do that it's your that's a gift that really is that really is a gift um it may be really too emotional and too hard but if if it's like touches you know hits that spot let let that work i think i think there's there's you know, if that happens, let's say, you know, during shul time, right? You know, everyone's chaffer some or whatever. Um, and you have that moment with mom or dad. I'm not a rabbi or a or any of that stuff, but I feel like that's a very prayerful moment too. Um Absolutely. I I would I would hate for someone to, to lose that because I gotta run out the door. Again, I'm not making a decision for anybody who's listening. Um, but I, I feel like that's a that's a really holy moment. That's a it's a godly moment, and if you get it, grab it. You may not get more, so if you got it, I'm gonna cry. Fold it.
1: It was it was actually beautiful because she, she was very smart. She said, "I'm just letting mom talk." She's having such a good time, and at the end of the meal, she actually remembered who we all are, and she thanked us for coming. She she for, for a second, she thought she was the hostess. It was very nice. She was very nice. Right, And the following year, she passed away. So the, the the daughter was saying, and I remember when I went to the ship, and the daughter was saying, you know, that Rosh Hashanah, she was special. It was special for us. She was so enjoying it. She had such right. a great time. She didn't remember anything of it. She didn't remember the next day of it. She didn't remember, but she had such a good time. But, but your friend did. Oh, my friend did. Yeah. And she said, I, I had such a good time watching my mom
2: that it was worth it if 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 somebody's having someone at their their meal to parents and uncle whoever um and you know i think we we talk about you know the, the sweet forgetful moments even the annoying but sweet forgetful moments um but there are also people whose you know dementia or illness or whatever it is um is not as sweet presenting you know the person who needs to fidget and is moving the China or moving the the apples, you know, whatever it is. I would love to say just have an aid. That that statement assumes that that you know you have all the, the resources and finances in the world and that's not really fair of me to say. Um, if you do have those resources, please use them. Please access them and use them. Um but if you can have someone at the at the table or a rotating set of someone's at the table, whoever that um, you know, I'm going to sit next to mom, even if I'm not sitting in my regular spot, because I'm going to help her. Um, and if I see that she's getting feistier or a little, forget feisty. Feisty is a nice word. I mean, I think it's a nice word, um, but it's not, you know, disruptive, right? But if it gets to that point, um, it's okay to say, mom, let's go, let's go move to the other room, the other table, the other side, you know, or making sure that there's cutlery in front of her that isn't going to break. You know, she's, throws or tosses again these are very real behaviors that sometimes happen you know if she throws the paper cup no one's gonna no one's gonna get hurt No, no expensive china will get destroyed um it can be a little hard on on the the um you know as the adult child it can be hard for the grandkids too like my my puppy she can't have a real plate i can have a real plate but she can't education's important. It's okay to tell your kids. I think it's important to tell your kid. Bubby doesn't, Bubby can't eat on the plates the way she used to so we want to make sure that we give her covers. we give, we respect her, we give her the plates that she can. Why did Bubby throw that at me? I wasn't, I didn't do anything wrong. You're right. Bubby's head isn't the way it used to be. She thinks differently and sometimes she thinks that you're someone you're not or she may throw something. It's really not about you, sweetie. And that's I mean painfully difficult to explain but but be you know be honest you know yeah i wouldn't you know that's not a good time to come up with a smart aleck comment i told you if you didn't behave you know like no don't don't connect the two you know don't don't, like like, bubby is not punishing you bubby is in her own head and isn't quite sure what's happening and throwing so if you can again if if you can assign yourself maybe somebody else because you're allowed to eat too and you need your strength and your nourishment and all that um If you don't have that age that that caregiver if if you can have sort of a rotating or if it's one person to to be to be to be by their side so you can kind of navigate traffic so to speak um and and yeah take care so that everyone else is doing their thing to the best of their ability and you're also monitoring what's going on on, let's say i keep saying like you know that that end of the table or whatever it is
1: no slides what Basically, it's it's just being aware. It's being okay with what's going on. Trying and sometimes not okay, you know. and, And 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 communication is really key, either with the parent themselves, with the children, with the children and the parents, with the guests. It's really all about communication. You mean a lot of communication with God and Rosh Hashanah, but really there's a lot of communication going on with family members that sometimes just need to be done, whether we like it or not. Right. And and clearing the air is is
2: important. And I just add one last thing. My yes. signature line. <laughs> um I I've heard different different schools of thought on this. Sometimes if you see someone helping their again, the elderly Bubby, you know, Zadie, whoever 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 the, the person is. Sometimes people love to give, you know, love to give, like, laud them with praise. Like, kind of, like, over the top. You're amazing. You, the way you, act, you, ah, you know, and, like, lots of, you know, brachot. And that's really nice. I think we all like a good compliment. But know when to stop. You know, like, it doesn't have to be you. You're going, you're going to Gun Aiden. Like. Okay. Like I'm here now, like back up a little bit again. You also have to know your players. You know, some people can get away with saying something that others can't, right. but you know, it's, it, I do think it's a beautiful thing to say. I'm, I'm really, wow. You're a real, you, that looks like it was really hard. And I'm just about it, it was a beautiful thing to watch you take care of your mom. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm proud. I'm proud to know you like that was incredible. Um, but again, you know, the same way if you see someone and you think they look pretty today, whatever age they are, you wouldn't probably go through like this thesaurus in your head. You're beautiful and you're amazing and you're gorgeous and you're stunning. Like, oh my gosh, stop. You know, it is scary. It is, look, I think we see our future lives in other people's lives sometimes like, oh gosh, my mom is aging I I'm scared to, you know, to go through this. But I, know your limits. It's okay to say like, Rock on again, depending on what the relationship is, but um, you don't, you know, have to pile it on. Yeah, because after a while, it's like, okay, can I take her to bed now? Because you need to stop, like, stop talking. You know, like I gotta finish this thing I'm doing. Um, be be match, be nice, smart, be respectful. You know, and if you don't know what to say, don't. Don't. That's true. That's true. If you
1: don't know what to say, don't. But well, that. be a mensch. If you don't know what to say, don't. And communication is key. Right. But you can right. say I don't know what to say. And you that's don't okay know too. Know what to say. Right. And sometimes not knowing is okay too.
2: Nobody's expecting you to know everything all the time. Right. Right. You don't become you don't become a gerontologist. You know, because like, okay, I'm going to my friend's house and she's an elderly mom who drools. Okay, let me do research. No, bring a cake and shush. <laughs> Let's enjoy the meal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. T-
1: yeah. Yeah. I think the last thing actually people want is to hear the latest, the latest research on drooling or the latest research on dementia. Exactly. With all due respect, I think they know it. I don't think they need. Right. it. And I don't but think they kind of hear it at the table either. Like I'm
2: eating my soup. Can you not discuss that? It's like, can I have a break? Can I eat the soup like up? Like, we'll talk later. You can, you know. Well, it's not I We're we'll going to talk about it. We just right. You don't have to be the expert. It's all good. It's true. It's true. Well, Rachel,
1: as always, yes, Amy. it was wonderful, and we could talk more. But I think, I think, I think we got the gist of it. Absolutely. Uh, so.
0: Thank you again. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening to another episode of Golden Topics. I hope you enjoyed it and that it provided you with important information. Do not forget to click and subscribe to Golden Topics so that you can stay updated on my upcoming podcasts. And of course, please share and invite family and friends to listen so that they can also benefit from the information discussed here. You are also welcome to visit my website, www.lawmireet.com and to follow me on Facebook for more information regarding intergenerational estate planning and the various needs of the elderly population. I'm already waiting for you with my coffee in the next episode.